escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. You're still live here on News 90s on Joy 99.7 FM, ahead of the August 26th Superdelegates Congress of the Governing New Patriotic Party. President Okufuado is tonight insisting he does not support any of the 10 aspirants seeking to lead the MPP. Now, at a meeting with communicators of the party at the Jubilee House, the president was emphatic he has no intention of imposing anyone, including the vice president, Dr. Mahmoud Bamiya, on the party. Again, the assertions, and it was made your director by some in the party that uh, government is somehow allegedly, quote, intimidating or, quote, coercing party faithful to throw their support behind one of the presidential aspirants. And we have to be open about it. The allegation is being made that the government is putting all this authority behind the vice president. I want to say in very clear terms to you and to the world, it is a false and malicious narrative. There's not a single truth to it. That's why I can beat my chest and I can say without any fear of contradiction, there's no one in the party, there is not a single person in the MPP who can say that I have asked him or her to support this or that aspirant. I've not done it and I know why I haven't done it. I've not set out to dismiss any MMDC or any political appointee because they're supporting a particular aspirant. No minister, no deputy minister has been thrown out of his job or even been threatened because of their support for their presidential, their preferred presidential aspirant. The members of my cabinet who are openly campaigning for particular candidates, who are, who are not the, who's not the vice president. It has not affected their presence in the cabinet. There's been no indication to them whatsoever that somehow or other I am disturbed by what they're doing. It's their right, they're party people. They can make whatever choice that they want. Like all of you, you're entitled to make your own choices. I have my choice. I also have a vote. Yes. So, and nothing, nothing has come from here. No caveat has come from this Jubilee House to the party across the length and breadth of this party. That candidate A, rather than candidate B, should be supported. There will be people who were my supporters who will make a choice. They're entitled to. The fact that some, many people perhaps the majority, I don't know, of people who supported me now support another candidate. Doesn't mean that they're doing so at my behest. They're members of the party. They're entitled to make their own decision about who they want to support. Does that amount to intimidation or coercion? We should get away from that language. Our party is not that kind of a party. We know from the history of the MPP that a president cannot foist a candidate on this party against his wishes. We know this from what has happened before. We have never subscribed to a cult of personality in this MPP. That is not the principle on which we have organized ourselves. We've organized ourselves around ideas, not about personalities. Indeed, I remember very well our highly respected former president, the first MPP president, 
President John Ajikunku for His Excellency. In the aftermath of my election in 2007, when he came to address the Congress, spoke about the spirit of this party. I don't know whether any of you will remember the statement that he made about the spirit of the NPP, a spirit that cannot be ignored. That spirit continues to become there. Whoever is going to... Whoever is going to be the presidential candidate of the MPP is going to be chosen freely and transparently by 250,000 people in the Electoral College and not by President Okufuad. Uh, let's bring in senior uh, political science lecturer at the University of Ghana, Dr. Sassanti, also joining us right now uh, is the Deputy General Secretary of the party, uh, who also has a thought on this matter as the party prepares uh, towards August 26th. Haruna Mohammed, thank you, gentlemen, for your time. Um, Dr. Sassanti, let me start with you. You hear the president. Does it put the matter to rest? Hello, Ivan. Yes. I think the line is a bit faint, if you can speak up a little bit. That's, that's what you just heard from the president. Does it put the matter to rest? Um, it's heartwarming that the president has spoken this way, but um, we want to see more because uh, some people believe that uh, after this, then we expect him to walk the talk by making sure that what people have in mind as a, um, you know, the establishment candidate uh, will be raised from their minds uh, to real deeds of the president. If indeed he doesn't, uh, he's not uh, supporting any candidate. We want to see more action in this regard. Otherwise, um, it's going to be uh, what is going to happen is that people are going to develop message against Professor, uh, Dr. Baumia that a vote for him will be a vote for Nana Kufuaro. And I'm not sure that is what the president and Dr. Baumia want to uh, hear or know. So I believe that if the president wants to make uh, it's good that he has taken the step, but he should demonstrate in real action that he doesn't support anybody. That will be uh, that will be able to put the matter to rest. I mean, Haruna Mahama, I mean, will, will this make your job any easier? Because uh, before today, the view had been entrenched that somehow the entire party machinery has been coerced to support one particular candidate and some of the other candidates were not happy with it. You've heard the president today. Is it the expectation of yourself and your other party executives that this should put beyond doubt this controversy about who is being favored and who is not? I think good evening to, uh, to uh, my colleague uh, on the other side of the line and uh, your leadership. I would have to still maintain that uh, the National Executive Body of the Party, which is inclusive of His Excellency, the President of the Republic of Ghana, by the Constitution of the Party, have taken a stand. And the stand is that we are going to stand neutral and we are going to organize free and fair elections. The declaration by His Excellency, the President, uh, that he's not behind any candidate and he has not asked anybody, nobody should use his name and all that, is going further to strengthen the position of the National Party that is going to seek to make sure that we give all the players the level playing ground. And I think that uh, I must commend His Excellency the President for this particular whole decision to make it public or say to so official that or any candidate. And this is going to support of the new patriotic party. And once I have you, let me ask you, uh, have you now submitted to all the aspirants details of the album, the register you'll be using? Can I hear you? 
the, okay. the details of the album, the register you'll be using for 26th. Have you now submitted it to all the aspirants now? For I think all the aspirants have it. All the aspirants have it. After the ballot, we made available the register to all the aspirants. And uh, we brought out the summary. Uh, as we stand now, the total number on the uh, register is uh, 959. No, 952. It's 959. And all the aspirants have been updated on this number uh, that they use for the campaigning. So it is vested all of them. After the vet, after the ballot, and all of them were given access to the register as promised by the Secretary of the New Party. Uh, Mr. Mahame, thank you very much. Also, thank you very much. Dr. Sasante is a senior lecturer at the University of Ghana. Uh, this is your election headquarters. And you know, we've been building up to that uh, date, 26th of August, here on your election headquarters. Today, let's focus on Wache Jacko, who is hoping that he'll be one of the top five candidates after the superdelegates uh, cut down the number from 10. Well, he is emphasizing that his message is to return power to the grassroots of the MPP and is the best man to lead it to victory 2024. Here's my colleague, Kriko Asante, on a political desk with the rest of the story. With barely three weeks to go, Wache Jako is ramping up his message to delegates as he hopes to be part of the five of ten candidates the super delegates of the NPP will endorse to contest the party's flag bearership in November. The former energy minister believes the current economic challenge could pose a threat to the party's chances in 2024. Times, I admit, but all difficult times Jako has a message to his contenders who believe they can win the 2024 election simply because of their so-called special qualities. stay with us as we build up to the 26th of August. It is decision day for the new patriotic party. Still live your news tonight is on Joy 99.7 FM. Shortly I'll be taking you to Parliament. Uh, but let's return to that uh, major developing story all day as we uh, learnt a bit more from the uh, Attorney General's uh, advice to the police on the Sicilia Dapa Mata uh, where the allegation is that uh, uh, somehow subs stole some money from uh, her residence. A million dollars plus. Uh, there's a bit of uh, detail that we've been pouring over uh, from that Auditor General, from that uh, Attorney General document, but also today uh, the case itself, the case of theft, was in court and we heard uh, from the main accused who is insisting that she stole no money. Uh, that has uh, generated a fair bit of controversy also and then and, and, uh, before the courts we also learned that the AG had actually taken over the case. Rachel Kodunyaku was there for us and is in the studio with me. What exactly happened in court today? I, I bet there was a lot of eyeballs on this. 
Yeah, yes, so there, there were a lot of expectations in this particular matter. So uh, when the case was called, the state prosecutors led by the police, they indicated that this, the, the accused persons in this case, they were not able to produce them because uh, the policemen that were supposed to do so had traveled to Tamale uh, on a similar mission, uh, something that is related to the case. And so that was the first point. The second point was that the AG, the Attorney General had taken, so they received a call from the Attorney General and the attorney general had taken over the case and the third one was that uh, in view of all that has happened and uh, they will be returning to court and so it is not the police that will be returning to court but the attorney general that will be returning so to the court. attorney general himself or yes. the attorney general's office the, the now office be, will, exactly will be because they did the right. communication so um and the lawyer for the accused one of them um indicated that the rights of their client was being trampled upon. Why? Because but, why are they? Are they still in detention? Exactly. So they are still in detention. One of them is a lactating mother. And so when it's time for her to breastfeed the baby, they have to bring the baby to um, to the police station where they are still in custody. And then they breastfeed the baby. And then they take the baby back and, back, back and forth. But he said that even with the case of murder, and other cases they are available and so he doesn't understand why the the accused persons are still being kept in there uh, the last agenda a2 was granted bill in the sum of one million ghana cities two sureties to produce their ghana cards in fact normally when bill is granted at the court the practice directive is that it is the registrar of the court who interprets the bill condition the only role of the police is to to look at the the house or the abode of the sureties but this one when we went to the police station the special intelligence unit they themselves have taken it upon themselves to investigate and interpreting the court order which to me is wrong and just obstructing justice delivery system because police are not supposed to interpret the court orders. It is the duty of the registrar of the court. So it was incumbent upon the CID in this matter to bring the accused person to the registrar for the registrar to pick the docket that the judge entered the bill and interprets and see if their uh, sureties qualified to to stand as what sureties for them, but they took it upon themselves. And you know, our system police were saying all sort of funny things. I can't mention them here. You don't sit in your office and you instruct a police prosecutor to tell the court that you want to take. No, some of this, and we see it as some of these uh, gimmicks to deny people of the justice that they need. You know, this matter, there are so many strengths here and there. And we know it is one of those tactics employed to keep the people in cells. Please, I tell you, my client has not stolen any money from anywhere. Please, Nobody has that kind of amount in their wardrobe. When is this case back in court? Well, so we are back in court on the 8th of August, where we are expecting that the two accused plus the two other accused, the police said they had uh, apprehended and charged, would be in court. So that is um, when exactly we will be in court. Yeah, thank you very much. We can bring in the Augustine James Fee, is a lawyer for uh, the first accused, and joins us on the line right now. Mr. James Fee, thanks for your time here. I on this well, night. 
Hello, Mr. James. Thanks for your time. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Hello. Hello. Mr. Jimfi, can you hear me? Yes, Thanks for your time here on News Night. And uh, I heard you say to my colleague that uh, your clients have not stolen any money. Um, but today yes. we've been reading the uh, Attorney General's advice to the police. And in there, they recount that your client has already confessed to uh, stealing $200,000. All right. Uh, please uh, please at this stage, I, I wouldn't be able to go into the substance of the case. Uh, it is against the ethics of our job to go into the substance of the case. Well, whatever the attorney general is putting out there is their version or side of the story. At the appropriate time when my client is called upon to put up her defense, you put up a solid defense to prove our innocence in the matter. And you've maintained she took zero cash. He has not done the act that he has been he's been alleged to have committed. He has not. He has not. Where, where is your client as we speak? And how long has she been been held? From what we understand, she's been, she's still being kept by the police. Is that what it is? Yes. My at the moment, my client is at the Osu uh, police station cell. I understand the case is being handled by the headquarters, police headquarters, but they don't have a cell or female cell at the police headquarters, so that's where they're taking my client to. So she's still in custody, as I'm speaking to you. And how long has she been in custody? Oh, she's been there over two weeks. Two weeks? Good. Uh, have you tried to get her bail? The first day she appeared in court, because She's a lactating mother. I pleaded with the court to grant her bill, and the judge, in her own wisdom, granted a bill in the sum of one million to surety to provide their ID card, Ghana card. But we went to the police several times, up and down, up and down, bring this, go and bring this, go and bring that, do this. We couldn't execute the bill till today, so she's still there. And that particular bill has elapsed because the judge granted it for only two weeks for the matter to be brought to the substantive judge. She was just holding, she was just a relieving judge. So he didn't want to go into the matter, but granted the bill because the woman is a lactating mother. Is it because she could not meet the bail conditions? No. We, we sent the right people, but the police were giving excuses. Sometimes, personally, I went there, they said they were busy. And I told myself, oh, how can your busyness override a human liberty? If, if 
somebody is in castration and a baby's life is at stake, I come to your office as a lawyer, then the director tell me I'm busy. Busy doing what? That is the question we have to be asking ourselves because some of these behavior undermine the delivery of justice system in the country. You can't be busy when somebody's life is at stake or when a human life is an issue. Mr. Jeffrey, thank you very much for your time. Uh, on Thank news you. night and that's a uh, lawyer for the main accused in this Cecilia Dapa uh, theft uh, matter and uh, I want to take you to parliament pretty shortly but George is here with uh, business right after George uh, will hear a bit more also about uh, what uh, has been happening in parliament George on the back of the media budget review some very very interesting scenes there in fact let's do that now because uh, that uh, will give us a sense of how the debate has transpired you know that uh, you know media budget review we've been talking about uh, yes it was suspected <laughs> uh, Kweku Asante is a parliamentary correspondent joins us right now Kweku from what we understand it was fireworks on the floor today Evans, the last days of debate on both sides the leadership wrapping up the debate. It first started from Samuel Okuje Tuablapa, who hiked in the temperature in the house, talking about his so-called expose against Gabia Ferrochijako, why government is not reducing taxes on sanitary parts. But then it got to the point where the minority leader, Dr. Kizalatoforsin, spoke. He described the economic management team as economic mismanagement team. Ghanaian women had agitated strongly that this media review to address a very important matter, a matter that borders on human rights. And Mr. Speaker, I recall that you also spoke emphatically, which was well received by the government, that the media review should abolish taxes on sanitary parts. It is an embarrassment that such a gross human rights issue did not receive attention from the finance minister. My colleague from the other side, Honorable Okujeta Brokwa, is, is, is presenting a fact that the sanitary part government has imposed tax on it. And I want you to recall that there is a report from AGI that government should allow the local companies to produce the sanitary part in this country. And Mr. Speaker, these two companies are Sandra Industry and Finding Industries. Mr. Speaker, if you compare the price from the foreign sanitary part, as I speak, it's 15 Ghana cities per one. The local, government, uh, the local companies are preparing or producing this particular sanitary part at the cost of 11 cities. And I want to add, ask Honorable Abrakwa, should we actually collab the local industries in this country? Did Mr. Blackwa answer that question? Well, the, Mr. Blackwa did not get the opportunity to come again to speak on this specific issue, but he was clearly gesticulated in the seat, not very comfortable with the answers that have been given by um, the Honorable Theater. But the Speaker actually came in. The Speaker of Parliament said that he does not care whether this argument is being made for local industries or not. He believes that it's unconscionable to impose sex high taxes on sanitary parts. We then later heard from Governor Kwame Agboja, who zeroed in on roads together with Dr. Clementa Park. They, they said that government's argument that he had turned the corner was simply not the fact, and that if you look at the road sector, you look at the education, everything has been mismanaged. This government owes road contractors about 15 billion cities. That is an example of collapsing businesses. That is lack 
of jobs because these contractors, Mr. Speaker, 70% of the contractors are not on site. Mr. Speaker, I just read in the document the finance minister saying that some projects are not on site. Mr. Speaker, ask one of the class to go to Obechi Bilante today and find out if the contractor is on site. The contractor has backed out. So which project is going on? If you go to Tamatu, Akosombo Road, the contractor is not there. Go to the Tamamoto Way towards uh, the Central University. The contractor is not there. So which project at all is going on as we are talking about? We are in a terrible state. What the minister is telling us is that he should be applauded for increasing the feeding grants in terms of the nominal value from 97 pesos to 99 pesos. We just look at the same finance minister indicated to us that inflation is at 54.1%. Mr. Speaker, let's be realistic. The students are here. Who in this country today can afford to produce what the Ministry for Gender, Children and Social Protection describes as a hot, nutritious meal per day at 99 Ghana pesos, Mr. Speaker? They had opportunity. What did they do? Nothing. So I want my colleagues to understand that if we are managing this economic attack, they should allow us to manage the economy and stop all these, you know, things that they are doing, which is not written in any book. Uh, yeah. The speaker, well, when they have uh, the opportunity, they can. Uh, uh, members, let me finish mine, then they can continue. Honourable your time is getting up. Yes, the speaker. So, therefore, I want to also draw the attention to the fact that tourism in Ghana today is thriving. Tourism in Ghana today, on the back of the government of Esdakufuado is becoming number one in West Africa, if not in Africa. Yes. What about the leadership, especially on the minority side? Well, Dr. Kiselato Fawson, the minority leader, led his side in arguing that the government has mismanaged the economy. In fact, he described Bank of Ghana as a crime scene on the back of the recent report, which talks about the losses that the Bank of Ghana has been making. This is the worst form of an IMF program since Mansamusa went on a famous pilgrimage to Mecca. The speaker, Ghanaians must understand that clearly, it is not the IMF which has imposed these horrible conditionalities on austerity on them. In fact, it is rather the government of President Nana Abidanko Akufuado and the economic mismanagement team led by Alaji Baumia further gives further details that the Bank of Ghana illegally printed over 45 billion Ghana cities representing 7.2% of GDP in 2022 alone and another 35 billion in 2021, first in the history of Ghana. The Speaker, the Bank of Ghana is certainly a crime scene. Certainly a crime. The key members of the economic mismanagement team that superintended and supervised this economic crime are number one, Dr. Alaji Mahmoud Baumia, AKA Mr. Strategist, excuse me. Mr. Speaker, number two, we have the almighty Ken Oforiata, I call him AKA One Program, One Bond. Mr. Speaker, we also have Governor Ernest Addison, AKA The Printer. Was Chairman uh, Sabungsu himself in the House and what did he respond? How did he respond to this? Well, the majority leader himself has not been around the hall of today. So the baton fell on his deputy, Alexander Fenyo Martin, who stole controversy when he, de he decided that he was going to start his presentation by first noting that not a single female NDC MP, in its own words, had the courage to stick to the statement. On our side, the majority, we gave opportunity to three women 
to speak. Honorable Abuna Osayasari spoke. Honorable Sheila Patel spoke. Honorable Gipti Chum Ampofu spoke. Of the 20 women from the minority side, none of them had an opportunity to comment on this statement. None of them. We have lawyers, we have development specialists, we are social activists. No woman, no woman from the minority side had the courage to speak, to comment on this matter. Did the NDC side concede? In fact, Evans, this is not something that they will allow to slide at all. In fact, for 20 minutes, the House was on a standstill. They were insisting that Honorable Afenio Markin must withdraw and apologize for insinuating that the NDC MPs were not courageous, the female MPs. They must say all of them were on their feet, heckling, shouting at Alex and Afenio Markin. They did so until he had to apologize. The, my, colleague, my colleague, my uh, colleague, was given the opportunity to speak. They started by saying that no woman on the minority side had the courage. Mr. Speaker, if you respect women, you will not speak about that about women like that. There are courageous women here. So, Mr. Speaker, it is wrong, and I encourage you to withdraw that statement. Please, let me... I mean, how can I listen to all of you at the same time? It's always controversial when uh, these matters come up, indeed. And quickly, thank you very much, George. Uh, I know you have uh, a lot. We've still been trying to digest the media budget review. What more do you have on the headlines? Well, Evans, coming up, the National Petroleum Authority rules out price fixing by the um, oil marketing companies when it comes to their prices sold at the pumps. An economist cast doubts over Bank of Ghana struggling to meet its financial and regulatory mandate following the over 50, 60 billion Ghana series laws and the negative equity that they are in right now. The business news on Newsnight is brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business, Alliance Life and Ghana Pay. Doing. Doing gets you learning. Learning starts you wondering. Wondering triggers thinking. Thinking becomes planning. Planning evolves to trying. After trying, you're succeeding, winning, owning. Now, doing that starts with outdoing your limits. Outdo them all with MTN. So, what are we doing today? Son, we are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom. And my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 40 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osu Akwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Community 1, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase KNUST Campus, UCC. 
Sea, Cape Coast, and now at the Marina Mall, Airport City. Or call us 0302-764101-764209 or 7627-92. Visit our website, www.kingdomgh.com. No matter your water needs, Syntex has it all. Syntex Tank was first to introduce double layer tank, and now you can. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Have as many layers as you want. Syntex Tank was first to introduce white inner layer tanks in Ghana. And now introduces the customer specs order, which will let you order any color and size you want. Syntex Tanks gives you the biggest warranty of seven years, which no other tank gives you. So whatever your water consumption, size of project, or demand, choose Syntex Tank. Syntex Tank, stress-free. Syntex Tank, reliable. Syntex Tank, maximum guarantee. Call 0244-335-168. Kumasi 0505-555-666. Or visit SyntexGH.com. Syntex Tank. A is strong. A is tough. Flamingo Paint has superior properties than any other paint brand on the market? Listen, when you take one bucket of Flamingo Paint, it's equal to several buckets of any paint brand on the market. So, Flamingo has superior hiding properties, superior coverage, it means it covers, and superior durability. Flamingo Paint, superior hiding. Flamingo Paint, superior coverage. Flamingo Paint, superior durability. Flamingo Paint, simply superior. Whether I'm passing by the food market, visiting the salon, or filling up my tank for a spontaneous adventure with old friends in a new city, when asked, cash or card, it's always card for me. I switched from cash to card for all my payments with MasterCard. Now I get to do what I enjoy with ease. Switch from cash to card for all your payments with MasterCard. MasterCard, a secure and convenient way to pay. I'm a You welcome back to Business on Newsnight. Now, National Petroleum Authorities and System that is not aware of price fixing of petroleum products by the top oil marketing firms in the country. This is coming after the big players in the industry that is Shell to tell energies and girl or went up by a similar margin for this week to sell a litre of petrol and diesel at 12 Ghana cities, 95 pesos as part of the bi-weekly review 
of prices at the pumps. But head of economic statistics of the National Petroleum Authority, Abatasunti, says they have measures in place to deal with any price cartel in the industry. The regulator is there to assure that the consumer gets value for money. With deregulated prices, doesn't mean that the regulator does not have an oversight over what happens on the market. It is for that reason why the oil marketing companies and even the bulk import distribution and export companies are required to submit their prices to us. As to ensure that every price you see out there has been computed in accordance with the prescribed petroleum pricing formula. Even though we do not set a cap that companies are supposed to price, uh, not price beyond, the market is free. Companies are supposed to set their price based on their own economics and their own cost of doing business. But we, as a regulator, every window we do our own analysis. Mm. We also estimate and project prices. We do not publish just for a reason because yeah. once a regulator publishes the price, the market is likely to follow that. There have been several. So what we do is we, we, we compute our prices looking at the numbers on the market and the reality on the market and then compare to check how the marketers also set their prices. Now, Consumers should have been worried if, as a regulator, or should have been worried if, as a regulator, we realize that there's a huge disparity between the price, what we project, and what the market does. Mm. If you see the numbers from our projections and what the market does, they are very close. Mm. Sometimes the market is lower because of the competition. Mm. You would want to ask, how would you think someone is overpricing or maybe mm. the consumer is being shortchanged? Yeah. Then we'd have to look at the numbers. Head of Economic Regulations at the National Petroleum Authority, Abbas Tatunti. An economist, Dr. Patrick Kusumian, is casting doubts over Bank of Ghana struggling to meet its financial obligations and regulatory mandates in the coming months. It's coming up to the Bank of Ghana posted almost 61 billion Ghana cities lost for 2022, pushing it into a negative equity. Dr. Kusumian says this should be seen as a one-off challenge. We really need to understand where the losses have come from. It doesn't really come from the normal operation of the Bank of Ghana. It's just that extraordinary things have happened in the economy. And we also have to understand that the Bank of Ghana it doesn't lend to the banks from its profit. It's a central bank. It doesn't work like other banks. So, I mean, the, the extent of the loss is huge. I think uh, in the scheme of things, it's likely to be a one-off event. And in that case, it really shouldn't affect the ability of the central bank to perform its his functions as a banker to the banks. If if this continues, then you is going to start eroding the credibility of the central bank. Mm -hmm. But to the extent that this is likely to be a one-off event following from a quite extraordinary event that we haven't seen in our country, I mean, since I've been an adult, to the extent that it's just a one-time event, you, you really shouldn't see it. Don't forget that the, the banks have to follow specific rules. And that is economist Dr. Patrick Esumi. Ghana Free Zones Authority is appealing to businesses within the export space to sign up to its new licensing regime that offers some special incentives. Chief Executive of the Ghana Free Zones Authority, Michael Quay, disclosed this at the meeting with the Association of Ghana Industries. Another thing that we also want to inform the Ghanaian public about is if you are doing 70% of export, then you are welcome to come and get these monetary incentives or the non-monetary incentives. When you come, we'll go into detail depending on the kind of company you have. Because your company may be a manufacturing company, different sets of rules apply. Your company may be a services company, different sets of rules apply. But we are even inviting more service companies to come. Chief Executive of the Free Zones uh, Board, that is uh, Mike Okay. 
Now, some firms in the hospitality space have started reducing prices of imported alcoholic beverages sold at their end. A notice to their customers seen by Joy Business showed that one of these outlets has indicated that this was due to the Ghana city's stability over the past month. They argue that the action was influenced by the decision of some of these companies that import these products to also reduce their price as a result of the positive impact of the Ghana city. Now, some of these firms in that space were forced to increase their prices in the last quarter of last year due to the city's uh, challenges in terms of depreciating against the U.S. dollar. Multi-Choice Africa, leading pay TV service provider, has introduced a new package known as the GoTV Super Plus. The new product brings on parallel entertainment to subscribers, offering an extensive array of 70 channels with exciting content. Let's hear from as the managing director of Multi-Choice Ghana, Alex Otre. That most of the Gold TV subscribers are saying, can't we get in on the Premier League that is on DSTV? Everybody's watching on DSTV. Can't we get the same on Gold TV? So we've listened. I mean, uh, we are bringing Gold TV Super Plus, which will have all the all the all the Premier League matches. So all the big teams in the Premier League, name them: Chelsea, you know, Manchester United, Arsenal, and all that. All their matches in the Premier League, you will have it on Gold TV Super Plus. It's just 255 cities. I mean, so if you have Gold TV already, just upgrade to Super Plus and you have all the matches. Starting from this Sunday, actually, the community showed between Manchester City and Arsenal. You'll get all, everything on Gold TV Super Plus. Managing Director of Multi-Choice Ghana, Alex Ochi. And even the community show is in coming up and the league is going to start very soon, right? Oh, when, when is it? Has it the community shows? August. Uh, this this one? Yeah. Is it this one? Yeah. yeah. So oh, Man City and Sunday. then Arsenal. Oh, goodness you know, me. So ah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we are, we're looking forward to our I'm first... Renew, I'm going to renew a certain subscription. Yeah. Uh, our first... Uh, league is just next over, two weeks. Uh, this one. Next uh, two weekends. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're looking forward. Be, I won't hang out with Wixie anymore. You know, mm. I'm gonna stay at home. Mm. But Arsenal is looking forward to their first uh, uh, trophy. This Please, you're done with. Let's let let me do sports now. Um, <laughs> uh, hello, Miss Bao. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah which yeah. team do you support, by the way? Uh, I'm a Chelsea fan. And, oh, and in I'm Ghana, Chelsea fan. Kumasi uh, Santa <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. not bad. What do you have in the headline? Well, um, it's uh, World Athletics Championship. Just 17 days to the championship in uh, Budapest, Hungary, and of course, Ghana will be represented by host of athlete in both a track and field event and is the minister of youth and sports uh, mustafa yusuf who has been speaking assuring a government's commitment to make all resources available to ensure that the team is able to deliver creditably at a tournament i've had conversation with the ghana athletic federation led by bawa fuseni and uh, they have put in the team together and i'm very confident that the team will go to budapest and do us uh, 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 honor again, just like they did in Oregon in the USA, where they did so well, uh, the, especially the Quartet team, was uh, they performed splendid performance. And I have, a com- very, very, I have confidence that even going to Budapest, they will even do better. Uh, as a country, we are giving them all the necessary support uh, to ensure that their, their participation becomes very successful. Uh, resources and logistics that are needed for the national team the government is committed in making sure that we give them the necessary support so that when they get to Budapest, they will lift the flag of our country high.
Yeah, the Minister for Youth and Sports there, Mustafa Yusuf. And he also touched on the Esipont Stadium, uh, which has been abandoned. But uh, Finance Minister did indicate in one of his budgets reading that the facility was 90% complete. Uh, the Minister clarified that it was the first phase of that project that was 90% complete. However, contractors are currently on site to ensure that the facility is renovated and put to good use. This phase has been given to the contractor to finish and the contractor has since moved to site. And you all understand that we needed to go through some procurement bureaucracy before we get the contractors to, <laughs> to move to site. So we've gone through that hurdle and the contractor is currently on site. So be rest assured that a Sipon Sports Stadium will be completed and it will be put to good use. Yep, so that's the Minister for Youth and Sports there. And of course, um, that's pretty much it for sports. Uh, Arsenal is playing Monaco in the Emirates Cup. It's currently 1-1, so the time was coming yet. Not sure if they've been able to score again. But uh, Mohamed Salih, Sugan and Mohamed Salih has completed a move to AS Monaco in the French League. And of course, it's his team that are playing Arsenal at the moment. So we'll wait to see. And like you mentioned, Manchester City versus Arsenal on Sunday. Big game coming up. Mm. Way to see. Brought to you by Pepsodent Hebo and Chaco. Pepsodent, every smile matters. That's it for sports. Thank you very much, Ms. Bao. Now, Stephen Habiji was sentenced to eight years in prison for defilement, but was pardoned after serving four years and eight months due to his good behavior. As he goes home, he's full of hope for the future, as he believes he's reformed. John is caught up with him as he bids farewell to the Akuse prisons, where he spent the last four years of his life. Today, we witness the journey of 58-year-old ex-convict Stephen Hebizi. He spent four years and eight months behind the walls of Akusi prisons. It's not easy. He faced so many challenges. Some, uh, our food is not enough for us. The food is not accurate. And uh, if you are sick, to no car to take you to hospital, or you don't get any accurate medicine for you. We are in a small cell, about 60 people, 80, that bring sickness, more sickness in the house now. On Saturday, July 29, 2023, he gained his freedom. I miss home a lot. I miss home. Now, yes, like I'm in heaven. I don't have anything in my pocket, but I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy. So I'm going home. Today, like this, I have to take some heavy food because there's no toilet. It didn't satisfy me anyway, so I have to take fufu and light soup. <laughs> As he leaves the prison, he emerges a man of both sorrow and hope, ready to embrace the freedom that awaits him. I live home for a long time. My wife and children and the family, oh, I miss them a lot. I know so many things as well in my back. I'm a worker at ETA, Akosomu Test Limited, before got the problem. And now my job too has got spoiled. So I'm going to, I hope God, only God can help. But now too, I can learn so many things, uh, farming, okro, garden uh, egg, onion, on those things. I can do it, praying to God. God to touch somebody to help me to continue family on something like that to get out of my family. The struggle in prison was immense and Stephen found solace in the small acts of kindness that brightened the darkness of prison life. The happy moment is only if we guess visitors come and visit us and they give us some food and all those things. That's why we feel it all right. 
that is uh, only happiness you get. The reason I have no happiness apart from if you get some good food or something like some people come with word of God, we listen to the word of we drum and we, that's all if they go, that's all your mind go back to the old system. But his journey to redemption was not just about surviving prison life. It was about breaking the cycle of violence and criminality that perpetuated within those walls. We are missed with those who get murder case, I'm robbing and robbing case. When you see defilement or something like that, we are not equal. But they missed uh, some of the, uh, the guys, isn't of the kind you're stealing, they can learn different kinds of character. So me to me, we plead to the government they should see to it so that if somebody comes with a murder case or something like that, then too they should leave different place or different cell so that they will not manipulate those who came with stealing or num uh, assault. I wish him all the best in his next endeavor as he leaves the prisons. And that's a Fort News Night tonight. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.